I'm Vanessa Lowe, and you're listening to Nocturne. My husband is a night owl. We often hang out for a couple of hours after our son has gone to sleep. And then he goes into his studio and works some more. I'm not a night owl. So recently, I googled, how do I become a night person? Basically, I found out that while many teenagers go through a night owl phase, true, lifelong night owls pretty much come genetically pre-programmed that way. I know deep down that whatever I work on at night will not be my best work. I'm dulled and fuzzy, and I know this might sound kind of dumb, but up until that Google search, I thought maybe I was just lazy. The thing is, I'm also not a morning person. I read an article after that Google search that actually had a name for people like me. Night owls obviously love the night. Larks are happiest and most productive in the early morning. The rest of us are hummingbirds. I have some lovely hummingbirds that visit my backyard, and yeah, they're usually flitting around in the middle of the day. And it turns out that most people fall in this middle place. And even though I'm not a night owl, I do find myself curious and even intrigued by the night. Maybe you do too. So recently, when I happened to wake up at 2 a.m., I grabbed my recorder. The first thing I heard was the sound of my son sleeping peacefully. I don't usually get up at 2 o'clock in the morning on purpose. But this episode is about why I decided to do an ongoing podcast about the night. I'm going to walk around my house and see how how things feel. So that was the sound of my refrigerator loud and it actually makes really strange noises at night the geckos up because it's two o'clock in the morning and geckos are nocturnal the clock gets really loud at night so i just turned on the light and it feels too light but if i left the lights I think it would feel too dark. Night has always been a complicated place for me. I absolutely love dusk. People start coming back home to each other, and houses seem to glow from the inside. It's lovely. The earth seems to spin progressively more slowly until the weight of stillness settles in. And here's where I start to have a problem. This dark stillness is like a giant blank canvas, just waiting to expose whatever unsettling colors and images were hiding underneath the curtain. At least that's what it feels like sometimes, to me. It's not like that for everyone, though. Shelly, Mario, and Christina are some of the night owls I know. Here's Shelly. When I think about the nighttime, I think of creativity and um, warm solitude. And the nighttime sort of envelops me and, and and holds me up and it's kind of like crawling into a womb. I I love the night, I love, I love it. (laughs) 
there's a quiet there, but there's also like drops of good creative thoughts that are being put into the silence by the artists and the people who are up late. That was Mario. Here's Christina. I've, I've always loved night and I've always loved to just kind of be in it. It's quiet. I love that there's just a lot less distraction. It, it's kind of a wonderful thing. sitting in the living room at night. It's a place where I usually feel really comfortable and cozy. But right now it feels kind of just empty. I'm looking out the window and I see these big street lamps. This white kind of harsh garish light and um, it's not very inviting. Usually during the day, I feel this connection between my house inside and the outside world. And as I'm standing here in my living room, I feel kind of cut off from the outside world. I know that people aren't awake right now, and I kind of feel like whoever is awake right now isn't somebody that I'd like to see. So I'm hesitant to open my door and go on the porch, even though I don't live in a dangerous neighborhood. You got to think about who's awake that time of night. The night, it is inhabited by artists. Um, also some psychotics are probably awake too, but. <laughs> I actually love being out at night. Let's go take a walk, it's midnight, you know. I've, I've always loved night and I've always loved to just kind of be in it. Once you're out at night, it's, it's kind of cool and, um, and moist, especially around here, and, and lovely. So I'm hesitant to open my door and go on the porch. I'm going to do that right now. shadows. The porch has hidden places. There are no cars. I don't see any people. It doesn't feel comfortable to me. The light down the street is really white and harsh and glary. So I guess if you were standing on that corner right underneath it, you'd be able to see better. But from here, it's kind of making all these weird shadows all over the place. I don't see any lights on and houses, and I'm looking like from where I'm standing, I can see like 10 houses. Don't get me wrong, there are things about the night that I really like. I live about two miles uphill from some train tracks, and the midnight air bends and twists the train horns into an eccentric symphony. Cats do crazy things at night. The other night, some neighborhood cats were making those noises they make when they're either getting ready to fight or get frisky, 
And it was like someone was holding a microphone up so everyone in the neighborhood could hear. It was kind of cool. harder now. like a funhouse mirror for what's inside of us. Sometimes it's sparkling or euphoric or meditative. And sometimes. My brain is not yet in the state where I could pick up one of the books on my shelf or turn on my computer and write or even, even, I wouldn't even feel comfortable right now like entering the world of the internet. Anything. I can clean, do paperwork, I can write. If I'm up in the night, I'm gonna be actually fairly alert. Basically, after everybody else goes to sleep, I, I tend to get my most creative after 1 a.m. A lot of times I'll sort of putter around and you know do whatever it is, and then by about 1, 1.30, I'm, I'm ready to actually kind of dive into something. People would go to sleep when the sun would go down because there was no electricity, and then they'd wake up in the middle of the night, and that's when they would sort of like, you know, do their bone weaving or make love or whatever, and then they'd fall asleep again and then wake up at dawn. Yeah, I've, I've recently heard that theory. So it's usually between like midnight and 2.30 that I'm awake. I'm always doing things at that point. Even if I'm reading, but I'm always doing something very quiet and peaceful. I'm more focused. There's less distractions. I can I can absorb things better. I feel like I get things done. I feel like I get more relaxed and focused. So like I could do something right now. I mean I could watch a movie. Do that. I feel like I'm sort of in limbo. The only thing I can imagine doing that I would want to do right now is have a conversation with someone I'm close to. Like my husband. If Kent were up, I'd I'd wanna I could imagine making a cup of tea and then that would make it cozy. It would be like if we're sitting on the couch next to each other talking, I could forget the night around me, or even that would make things feel, I think, a little bit more intimate and close and intense. But there's something about being up at night that's making me feel cut off, that's making me feel a little lonely, a little alone. This is really personal. Maybe I just need better lighting in my house, softer lighting. Lonely is not really an issue for me so much. It definitely is, is precious to me to have that alone time and, and like, whoa, hey, everybody's asleep. <laughs> it's all mine. When I'm by myself in the middle of the night, uh, 
there are no parameters around where my where my thoughts can can roam and uh, really loving that feeling i'm almost more prone to loneliness when um there are a lot of people around i love wandering around spaces when everybody else is asleep glorying in this the contrast of this of the space sort of helps me be present i think to sort of like realize okay well maybe during the day everything feels like this but then you know 12 hours later in the middle of the night it feels like this and it's still the same place but it's such a different feeling This feels like a land that is separate than the land I live in. This feels like a place that feels sort of uncertain and uncomfortable to me. It's the same rooms, the same house, and the same neighborhood. But at 2.20 a.m., it all feels a little cold, a little distant. Everything feels a little bit at a remove. Almost like a layer of cover or protection, not like a hard shield, but like softly shrouded, where you can kind of hide yourself and, you know, in a way that's protective. In the same way that you might wear a big jacket just to feel more comfortable and to feel protected by it and like hidden by it. I mean, if I had my preference, I would probably, you know, get up at noon and then go through the night and probably sun up like eight o'clock in the morning would be bedtime. I know there must be other people out there like me. There's almost sort of like a camaraderie <laughs> of those of us who are, you know, not trying to get into any trouble, just happen to be up at night. I, I see the sunrise maybe twice a year, and every time I do, it's like, oh my God, there's the sun. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's happening. The sun is rising, and it's and and it's this magic event, and and it happens every single day. <laughs> but and 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 there's this period sometimes that you get into in the middle of the night when I'm sort of on a creative role that does coincide with the wee hours. Really, it's an altered state. And there's a potential to access that every single night. It feels like creative ideas and um, uh, new ways of looking at things are, 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 are very close and more accessible than they are in the middle of the day when you're sort of dealing with the day to day and there's so many people around. Creativity, of course, as an artist, that's something I'm always, you know, striving for. How can I grab that? How can I hold on to that? And then also sometimes it's, you know, maybe a little bit of sleep deprivation. That, that comes in as well, and that's, that's a fine, fine way to, to get to an altered state without any sort of, you know, adding toxins. It gives me access to another part of myself, a little less thinking about practical things um, and more trying to uh, just ride the waves of whatever sort of creative impulse that comes through. Everybody's brain is like a radio, and everybody's brain is on full blast in the daytime. When everybody goes to sleep, there is this psychic noise that's gone. And most people don't notice it, but if you're aware of distractions on other levels besides just normal distractions, you suddenly sense it at night. It's quieter. It really is not physically quieter, but psychically quieter. People are dreaming. They're not, they're not, they don't have their busy brain. And a busy brain is an annoying thing. That busy brain is off and a different part of the brain is functioning. And that part of the brain is more peaceful and quiet. And I really feel like at night, my brain is able to function better because everybody else's brain is shut up. <laughs> and I really believe that. I've read that you don't write something, you hear something that songwriters just have an antenna. Same thing with poets and lots of artists. They have an antenna up and they pick up something. Everything's floating around, you just have to pick it up. 
and you're also throwing little pieces up in the air too so other artists can what is it it's like an like an open exchange or something and everybody can pick and put things together from that it's like there's pieces of a puzzle floating around but there's also static flowing around the daytime and at night most of the static goes away and just those cool pieces are together and it's with everything physicists mathematicians everybody finds stuff then because they don't have all the other distractions getting in the way so i see night like that all right i think that's it Time. Things are just not feeling at all like they do during the day. Guess I'm just not a night person. Oftentimes, we're uneasy about things that we're not familiar with or don't understand. That's kind of how I am about the night. Sure, I've had some great nights, but it's not my home, the realm that I seek out or feel most comfortable in. And maybe the emptiness I experience at night is really the lack of static, as my friend Mario put it. Maybe it's really like those old figure ground visual tricks, and I'm focusing on what's not there at night, rather than what is. I don't know, but I'm curious about it. And maybe as I explore this place with you, it'll start to feel different. That's kind of what I'm hoping. So thanks for hanging out with me here. I hope you'll come back soon, because it's dark and I'm a little creeped out. No, not really. I just have a feeling we're going to discover some very interesting things here. I hope you agree. I'm Vanessa Lowe. Nocturne was created by myself and Kent Sparling, who also wrote the theme music. You can find more information, including about the music in this episode, at nocturnepodcast.org. That's nocturne with an E at the end. You can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, maybe write a review. If we get good reviews, the word gets out faster. Finally, if you have a night story you'd like to share, please email us at hello at nocturnepodcast.org.